This week on The Reverse Stick, India are rubbish, says Batraman. Thierry renames event director and Surbiton whinge about recruiting too many internationals. Greetings and welcome again to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lee. I'm joined by Mr. Matt Allen. And how is your hockey week, Matt? <laughs> Very good. Not too much controversy happening this week at all, obviously, from that intro. No, nothing. Are you trying to wind people up? <laughs> Makes a change. Normally me that you're trying to wind up. Yeah, yeah. good hockey week, actually. Um, three, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, three quite late nights at the club. But beautiful hockey conversations with good hockey people. Varying ages, various varying topics of conversation, but it reminds me we're getting closer to the restart of the you know the new season and uh, uh, no, it's good, yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, there were positives out of a week. There's a few negatives. <laughs> yeah, you did and th- thank you to the three or four people that um, got in touch, uh, suggesting I was maybe a little bit grumpy at the, towards the end of last week's show and did I need a hug? Did, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, genuinely. <laughs> Um, so thank you. You know who you are. Got, no, it's all life's, you know, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh, we've got plenty to get through. We have. Let's go for it. Oops. Uh, what are we going to do? Are we going to do the news? Yeah. We'll do that. News. Uh, do we start with the Pro League? Let's start, let's, with, let's, the let's start, with, let's start with the Pro League. Women's Pro League. Uh, what's been happening there, Matt? Uh, let's have a look. I've got the results here. Where did we get to last time around? Because we've got a few games. Let's keep going back, rolling back, rolling back, rolling back. Uh, about there, Argentina, Belgium, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, that's men's, no, that's men's you're looking at, not the women's. Oh, sorry, the men's, yes. That's, um, yeah, I, I know it's hard. Belgium. I know it's hard. It's like an M does look like an upside-down W. Is that obviously why you struggled with that at yeah. the top there? Yeah, yeah. It's a day of struggles today. Yeah. Uh, yes, so uh, we got to Argentina-Belgium last time around. It was uh, India and South Africa up next, and it was a 10-2 defeat for South Africa. The Indians uh, got on board towards the end of that game. It was tight for about half, and then that last... No, we've got games before that, I reckon, that we didn't cover last week because no, we of did the... the... No, 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 keep rolling back, scrolling back, scrolling back. We did that. Yeah, one. we had the two. No, we didn't have. We didn't do the two-two draw. France versus Netherlands. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure we did, but it doesn't matter. We'll do it now. Do France it now. and Netherlands had a two-all draw. Did they? Yeah. Bloody hell! Didn't see that coming. Netherlands got the bonus point for not winning. And they won the <laughs> shootout. Four goals to two. They didn't get a point for the draw though. No. No. Or did they? Oh, maybe. No, there's no no draws. Look, it says that. No, no, nobody gets any draw, draws. The draw. Yeah, zero draws. So a winning draw and a losing draw. That's how it's on the table. A winning draw and a losing draw. Yeah. Has that been updated from last week? I don't think we had winning draw. We had, didn't we have shootout win? and? Yeah, we did. Now it's winning draw and losing draw. It's an oxymoron, isn't it? it it's just bizarre. But there's a few of those working well, in the game. as I pointed out in Twitter, Matt, we, we've got to get rid of draws. Sorry, was this part of John Lee's late night tweets? It might have been. It you, was one of my mate, late I know, tweets. because when I came in here, you pulled the screen on and was scrolling through Twitter. And you said, oh, hang on, did I write that? <laughs> 11 hours ago. Oh, okay, about 2 o'clock in the morning our time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mel- Can you just Mel- give it? Came, it dropped off my uh, Christmas present form. Oh, Birthday did he? present, yeah. yeah. It was on time? Yeah. So, um... Yeah. I was only a day late with the Tim Deven ball, but you, which you've suggested I've signed now, and it doesn't even look like it's his, his signature. Well, it's not so much a signature as like a curvy line, isn't yeah. it? Anyway, let's get back to the Pro League. So uh, France and India played, and it was a 5-2 victory for France over India, a great result for them. Uh, apparently, India can't play at all. Uh, and the coach is crap. Oh, well, it's, the, the decline since the bronze medal at Tokyo has been sharp, steep, and quite frankly embarrassing. Something needs to be done. But the, well, the decline from when they flogged South Africa 10-2 about two days beforehand, they, yeah. they were all right then, but we'll talk more about that anyone would Anyone would think it was some kind of rebuilding phase, and uh, the Pro League means nothing to nobody. France and the Netherlands played. Uh, it was a 5-1 victory to the Netherlands. Uh, and then Argentina 
took on Belgium in their return game. It was a 2-0 victory for Belgium away against the Argentinians. South Africa and France butted up. A 4-1 victory to the French there. A pretty tight game until the French broke it open towards the latter part of the second half. And then it was France taking on Germany. Uh, good form didn't continue for the French. They went down three goals to two. It would have been a fairly entertaining game, that one. It was a reasonably tight affair. South Africa took on Germany and went down 6-1. Um, once again, it was pretty close at half-time, but Germany took it away in the second half. And There seems to be a little bit of a, um, a pattern emerging with South Africa. They stay in games for a little while, and then it all falls apart for the second half. Once again, they, you know, they're, not, they're, they're not full strength either. No. It's, uh, th- now, those games are pl- being played in Pochett's room at the Uni of Northwest, and that's when the, there's one more coming up this weekend. We've got France and Germany coming up later on today, uh, along with England and Argentina. That's in Argentina and Buenos Aires. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sunday is South Africa and France, Argentina and England. Uh, two days from now, South Africa and Germany. And if you're and not geo-blocked, you that, the that'll all be available to view on the shit um, app called Watch.Hockey. Talk oh, more about that in a minute. Will we? So that's the, uh, the men's uh, pro league. Netherlands are out on top on 16 points. Belgium in second place on 10. Uh, India, France, England, Germany, Argentina, Spain and South Africa. Uh, rounds out the table there. I mean, you've got Spain who's only played two games and you've got um, Netherlands and Belgium who both played six as alongside France. So there's a bit of equalisation to occur there yet before you can make too much out of the particular table. Now let's have a look at the Women's Pro League competition. And where did we get up to with that one? Uh, let's have a look. Uh, where did we get up to with that? Uh, Spain, Netherlands, second game. So the, yeah. the, the next result to Argentina. Ah, so we've only had two more games in the, yeah. the Women's Pro League. Down in Argentina, and it was both 3-1 victories to the Argentinian girls there. Um, tight games, though. If you look at the blue dots, uh, the first game was tied at one all until the last couple of minutes of... Uh, of the final quarter when the Argentinians spanked a couple in and um, the Belgians actually scored first in the return game and held the lead at half-time, but uh, they couldn't hold them out in the second half, conceding three. Netherlands on top of the table with 11 points from their four games. India in second, Argentina third, then Belgium, Spain, United States, England, Germany and China at the foot of the table. Uh, once again... Know, some teams have played no games, some teams have played two, and uh, it's not looking good for Belgium because they've played six games and only have six points. So, uh, t- tough ask going going over to Argentina though. Yeah, yeah, but uh, is it? That's uh, that, that's a home and away discussion for another time. That's the pro league anyway. That's what's been going on there. More games to come up uh, later. No, on. Sorry, that, we talked about the men's before France versus Germany. This next game coming up is that a home game for France or an away game for France, or is it home home? Or is it or is it home home for Germany? Or all the way. It's, good. Oh, it's great to see some top level hockey being played, John, oh, isn't no, it? it? Regardless is, of what good. it does to any domestic no, competitions. We've, we've got more hockey coming up uh, on the women's side of things five hours from now, so later on today it'll be too late for you people to catch India and Netherlands. Uh, mate, and England are on. Everyone's gonna to struggle to catch that. Netherlands haven't gone. Oh that's right, that game's not on, is it? No. Oh, that's been rescheduled. Nope. Postponed. <laughs> Postponed. Oh, shouldn't have mentioned that. But Argentina are taking on England later today. Uh, then Argentina play England tomorrow, and it's another week before we get to some more games. I wonder if India will be playing Spain. <laughs> and Germany. Yeah, I'll yeah. Know, it's another three weeks from now. Yeah, we'll wait to hear on those decisions. Yeah, well, that's, you know, three weeks. Let's see how many. That's uh, one, no games for three weeks, essentially, after tomorrow. Thank Christ for that. Well, it just makes for such a thrilling competition, doesn't it? When you have three-week breaks. Uh, look, I'm a... Uh, the games are all at silly bloody times for us at the moment, so I'm not getting up in the middle of the night or staying up late to um, to watch some of the games. And I've got no faith in re-watching them on the Hockey app, so just, you know... We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, any more hockey coming Two out uh, in progress? Uh, there's some test matches. Ireland and Republic of South Africa, the women. Uh, five senior games... Senior women's, that's coming up uh, on the 21st to the 25th. Uh, oh, that was February. Yeah, yeah we're right. in February. February yeah. Yeah. Uh, upcoming hockey fives in Lausanne, yeah, whatever. 
uh, the That's Women's June. World Cup, which we'll talk about shortly, coming up uh, for the 1st of, of July. So, yeah. really, the only international hockey down on the books at the moment is uh, the Lausanne Fives thing and... Uh, Pro League and Women's Junior World Cup. Oh, the Women's Junior yeah, World yeah. Cup's coming up too. Yeah. yeah, forgot about that. Uh, so, there you go. You got, got any more results? Yeah, well, we've had... Um, some Euro competitions. Last week we in Alanya in Turkey, we had the Euro Hockey Indoor Club Cup for men. Excellent. And the European Champion, just one pool in that. Dinamo Electra Style, Hockey Club Zelina, Post SV, Sons Complutens, Gaziantep Place, uh, Hockey Club Minsk, and KSAZSAWF Poznan. And uh, six from six for the new European Club Champions, Dinamo Electra Style. This is the men's competition. Um, Five points clear of Zelina in second spot. Interesting, no finals there um, into play, but there we go. Congratulations to them. Just then, round robin. Then round robin, yeah. And then coming up this weekend, the final um, indoor competitions for Europe for the certainly for the um, foreseeable future. We've got the <laughs> indoor club challenge one for women, and that's in Zelina, and we've got the indoor club challenge two for women in at LKS Rogowo. Uh, we did also have not just the uh, the championship happen oh, complete over last weekend. I'm just going to find these results here, John. Um, we also had the Euro Hockey Indoor Club Challenge One take place, and uh, Rottweiss Vettingen from Switzerland they finished top of the Wazza there. Excellent. Excellent. It is. Congratulations. Uh, Player of the tournament, Martin Seaman from Rakovnik in Czech Republic. Goalkeeper of the tournament, Jan Seaman. wonder if they're related. High chance, also from Rakovnik. Uh, Eve Morad of Rettingen, leading goalscorer, um, joint with Casa Pia Atletico Clubs. as a Portuguese team, uh, Rodrigo Castro. So, yeah, winding up for the, uh, the European indoor season. But I just great that they've got one in. Uh, just while we're on, we did have some... Um... Oh, no, sorry, this weekend we've got the Indoor Club Challenge 1. Um, no, I've said that already. Sorry, yeah, yeah no. I, I, that's all live streaming. I've got EuroHockeyTV.org up in front of me now. Six minutes away from the first game there between uh, Ratcha and Copenhagen. Lisbon Casuals are playing, John. Yes, well, that's what I was going to mention. We had some um, we had some feedback about the Lisbon Casuals because it's a, an odd name. But it comes from a, an interesting source. Well, we we put it out there. We had a a yeah. guess. You know, we had we we had a guess of what it uh, what it might be. Uh, it turns out it's not because of their laid back attitude. <laughs> no, Joe's been in touch. Long time listener, Joe. Thanks for Howdy, Joe. St- still still tuning in. Uh, where are we? Tuesday. Hi. The Lisbon Casuals was created by a bunch of expats in the eighties for a social game with whoever turned up. These days, it'll be roughly 70-40 Portuguese to expats. Okay. There you go. Thanks for filling so us in, Joe. casuals actually describe people's <laughs> attendance yeah, yeah. at games. Attendance, not the attitude. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that. That's good. I like that name, just quietly. I, I like the fact that Joe's bothered to get in touch. The amount of times we ask people to get in touch, you know, what, what was the club we were asking about the other week to tell us what that weird little animal was? Nothing. Yeah. Don't, I don't care what the club was called. Couldn't be, couldn't be bothered to get in touch. No. I mean, they'd, they'd obviously have lots of listeners. Well, you'd like to think so. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. This is show 231 of the Reverse Dick Global Hockey Podcast. It is. And you are listening to the same Reverse Dick Podcast. What we just mentioned. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Uh, well, we've got a few things to get through, don't we? We do. Some stuff to unpack. I'm just going to quickly mention a couple of things. We're okay. not going to go into depth with it. Uh, Malaysian Premier League's back underway, yep. so yep. keep an eye on the socials. You can keep an eye on the socials the, with us. We'll, we'll repost any live stuff that Malaysian comes up. Malaysian Hockey's also posting in English now, too. Which oh, they have them for quite a while now. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they've got good on them. Two, two accounts, and they'll yep. yeah, that's really good. Um, news of a... Pakistan Super League again, again, but <laughs> positive, hopeful. You know, there's touring cricket teams going over there now, and so there's going to yep. be uh, hopefully you know, it'll open up a little bit. Yeah, more. hopefully that will too. Um, other quick bits of news: Jamie Moulders is staying on in the Dutch women's head coach role until at least uh-huh. the World Cup. Um, there's a piece from Alison Annan in the uh, hockey paper, I think, this week that looks interesting. 
Or she says hockey's too complex. We make it too complex. It's always been complex. Always, well, since the dawn of time. Look at how we draw our fields out. Uh, look, I said this to you before. If, if you weren't a hockey fan back in the 60s and 70s and you saw somebody putting their hand up in the air to stop the ball, you'd be confused, wouldn't you? But don't worry. Don't worry. We got rid of that. And we put even more confusing rules into play. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's just continual world of... But we do, to make the game too complex, it's almost like it's overcoached. It is actually pretty simple. When you think about hockey, you yeah. stick in a ball. Get the ball, give it away. Yeah, that's it. Very simple game. Any more things, little things? I um, we... meant to mention, oh. I had a bully oh, on you? Wednesday night. We had a 5-5 draw on Wednesday night hockey. Just a single tap. Oh, boring. Disappointing. Yeah, but I, you'd still... I did it anyway. Yeah. yeah. It was terrible. He took the ball off me and <laughs> ran away with it. Uh, you see how ice hockey games start? Face off. Face off. Yeah. yeah, you know what they do? They drop the puck between two blokes and they just whack at it on yeah. two people. Sexist. Yeah, uh, but because um, of course I did watch them. I've actually watched, I watched more ice hockey this week than I did real hockey. I'm quite enjoying that's ice hockey. Real, that's what we should be calling it. Real hockey. Real like real tennis. Yeah. Real, real hockey. hockey. 11 it's eleven aside. aside. Yeah, on a full uh, hundred meters. Yeah, two thirty-five minute halves. Real hockey. Real hockey. Yeah. yeah, we only play real hockey down here. Yeah. Which hockey? Oh, are you talking about ice hockey? No, no, real hockey. <laughs> real hockey. I like it. Real. It's real hockey. Real. Oh. Much yeah. classier. Real. You'd pick up people just on the fact that you called yourself real, wouldn't it? You yeah. know, there'd be plenty of Muppets, real Muppets, that would just go for it because it's got that name in it. Yeah, yeah. Wear the shirts. I was wondering, is, is there any hockey being played in the Winter Olympics that are on at the moment? Yeah, ice hockey. Oh, so they do play hockey on ice? Apparently. Right. So I didn't know if they You know what? It's like hockey fives, but they're on ice. With, like, bendy... And you're allowed to biff blokes. Bendy, bendy corners. Yeah, bendy yeah. corners. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can't score from anywhere. Right. Because they, they've got a rule saying... How long until we get to run, run behind the goal in hockey fives? It won't be long. I'm looking forward to when they allow full body contact. Well, it happens in my games anyway. <laughs> True. But that, that would that would, you know, if we could incorporate some of those rules from a very 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 popular sport like ice hockey, mm. Matt, and incorporate them into hockey fives. Yeah, I mean, why shouldn't players be allowed to whack each other with sticks? And when sorry, you're not allowed to do that either. No, no. Jesus Christ! I know you're holding. I'm game, learning more and more about this game. The more we do this apart, podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> It's like I'm fresh to the. Like I've never heard of the game before, and you, you know, you're the you're the master, the, the you <laughs> yeah. know, the mentor, yeah, the person that I can learn from. And you can stop it with your hand. In ice hockey, the, that's the hockey that's played on ice. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You just if the if the ball puck comes up off the ice. Don't people fall over all the time on like with the hockey shoes on? Like with no, the... they wear skates. Sorry. They wear knives on their feet. My goodness. Yes. Sounds dangerous. It's, it's very dangerous. That's why so many people go and watch it, Matt. Ah. Interesting point. All right, come on, come on. What are we going to get to first? Oh, because uh, we've got a couple of good things here. Let's go Let's go for Hat Man. All right, okay. The Hat Man first. Do you want me to pull it up? Yeah, go on. That, uh, we mentioned earlier the uh, the stunning French victory over India in the in the Pro League. Well, it prompted a rather terse response from the head of the Indian Olympic Committee, Matt. Uh, Indian Olympic Association, oh. I, th- I think you'll find, yeah. But, oh, he, okay. is, but he is a um, full IOC member. Mr. Uh, Mr. Oh, embarrassing, John. Yeah, Leaving your phone bit. on. Because um, a tweet came up during the week of what, what, what alleged to be... Somebody in India posted it, didn't they? Yeah. Where's it gone? Oh, Jesus Christ. It's here somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to find it. It's on my long list of... Uh, this one's actually in the cabal, now, cabal I think. Now, uh, it was allegedly a here message we go, here we go. sent by Batraman. Yeah, it's posted by a an account. Um, hang on, just waiting for Twitter to engage. It's about to flash up. Here we go. From at Padmadio. Looks like at the Hockey India will fire coach Graham Reed. Our beloved at Cuckoo Batter of 57. Yes, Dr. Cuckoo. Our beloved Cuckoo Batter. 
who runs Indian hockey, despite heading FIH hockey, has asked, see, who runs Indian hockey? No, he doesn't. He's absolutely separate. Has asked Hockey India president to find out about Tatum's failing and meet him at the earliest with a report. If this is not conflict of interest, nothing is. Now it reads, uh, Mr. Gyanendra, President, Hockey India, Mr. Rajinder Singh, Secretary General, Hockey India, and Miss Elena Norman, CEO, Hockey India. I have serious concerns about the way Indian men hockey team has performed after Tokyo bronze medal in Bangladesh and now in South Africa. Eh? Performed oh. after Tokyo bronze medal oh, in Bangladesh and now in South Africa. Blaming the players only as seen in media report is not the ultimate and only truth for me. My observations are much more than that. I would like to have your views. The way team is performing is not at all acceptable and please see where the problems are at all levels. I will not accept Team India to be mishandled or mismanaged. Such incompetence will have to make way. Please meet me at the earliest with your findings. Regards, Narinda Dhruvbatra, President, Indian Olympic Association. Now, I think it's fake news, John, because it doesn't say Dr. Narinda Dhruvbatra. That, that is an interesting point. It doesn't. And he loves calling himself a doctor. Yeah. Um, but what do you make of it? Like, is that just insane? He's not. He's not. It's, it's, ill, it's, Ill, it's ill-informed. It's ridiculous and he's not, expectations. He's not commenting. It, it, you are the president of the FIH. Yeah. And and you are advocating sacking a coach. Well, it doesn't, team. Well, it doesn't exactly say that, does it? That doesn't have to, does he? No. It's it's staggering. So he calls himself the president of the Olympic Association in India. Is that so you can avoid there being some perceived conflict of interest? What do, you, what do you mean perceive? <laughs> Seriously. Well, no, it is perceived. It's us who perceive it, Matt. Obviously, the rest of the hockey world doesn't seem to have a problem with it, you especially reckon, the people that vote for him. You reckon he's still got an office at the Hockey India headquarters? Probably. Absolutely. That's where all the photographs are taken. Yep. Handing over FIH trinkets. And what, it, it shows that he has absolutely no idea about the game, too. He, he just doesn't get it at he, all. He He's a, got no feel for he it. He was a very good player when he was 17. Even played in the uh, university championships oh, in India. In didn't Hindu, much, in did Hey, I don't do you, All right. Should we challenge him to a game? Oh. Win, win, win against the presidency. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Hey, do you, what do you reckon if we put two invitational sides together, um, captain's pick? He's captain of one team. You're captain of the other team. Yeah, okay. And you've got to, you know, you, you can use whatever ever influence that you have. Obviously, you as a famous hockey journalist. Oh. Um, I mean, you've been on the Half Court Press podcast, for Christ's sake. You know, Very famous. Um, and him as the... I mean, do you think he'd get better players together than you? Or do you think if you put it out and go, right, this is a winner-takes-all clash, challenge, and whoever, whichever captain <laughs> wins, they take on the... The um, the presidency now, would, just of the FIA just would, the not, I'm not talking about you'd be useless in the Indian Olympic Association. Oh, not being rude, but I'm just telling you, you'd be okay, terrible. Okay. What would would we allow current internationals to be involved? Yes, whoever so, you want, uh, whoever, whoever you want. can get. It's not you know if you can pick the phone up and they go yeah I'm in. Well, that's it's all fair game. How many players are going to play for me? But given, 11, 11, it's a level aside, so yeah, you can no, take a no, squad of 16 give, if you want. Given, given that the president is going to be picking a team, yeah. how many of people are going to want to play in my team to try and beat the president, do you reckon? I would think more than those, that would, more than those would want to... Yeah, given how much current international players stick their heads up to say anything about the game, even when they know that there's things seriously wrong, I, I don't think any of them had the balls to play. Oh, okay, well, we could provide the balls, though. It'd be fine. Um, I mean, it's, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. It's funny reading some of the comments um, below, and it's largely it's a it's another against. indication that we have been, as a hockey family, have been led down the garden path by someone that is clearly incapable of doing the job to the level that's required, and the apparatchiks around them that maintain this facade of the game. Mm. And I'm talking about people that voted. 
I'm talking about current administrators who allow this crap to go on. Talk about people who didn't vote. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, e- equally shameful. It's, it's a joke. And the jokes keep coming too, folks, this week with the FIH, don't they, Matt? <laughs> they just roll them out. Shall we go to the, um, the, the press release? Let's do the press release. Do the press release because it was the Women's World Cup draw live this week. Of course, oh, that's happening later we, on the we, year. We should in... just go through who, who those teams are. We? We'll do that now. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, yeah, go 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 with that. So, yeah, it was the draw. Draw was held, so it's obviously being split this year, starting in July. Split between Amstelveen in the Netherlands and Terrassa in Spain. This draw uh, took place in a museum in Terrassa. Yeah. The day before the draw took place, though, a story appeared on the FIH official news page on their website and on the app. Yeah, on the app. Berta Banastra appointed the director of FIH Women's World Cup of Hockey Terraza 2022. And uh, I'm going to read it. It's it's just staggering. Berta Banastra has been appointed the director of the FIH Women's World Cup of Hockey Terraza 2022 to be held from July 1 to 17. So they've appointed their director for a World Cup less than six months out from the start. That's good. Born born in Barcelona 29 years ago. So how old is she? Wait, wait, just settle down. Is she 28? Born in Mata de Pira, Barcelona, 29 years ago, Berta announced last week, through a letter addressed to the Spanish fans, her farewell from the Spanish team after 203 caps with the Red Sticks. With two Olympic diplomas achieved in his participation in Rio de Janeiro 2016 and Tokyo 2020, the historical bronze medal in the 2018 World Cup, also the bronze in the Antwerp European Championships in 2019 and the victories in the World Round 2 in 2017 and in 2019 Hockey Series, Long sentence. she leaves behind a magnificent track record with the Spanish team and embarks on a new challenge being the director of the tournament that will take place at the Terrassa headquarters. Let us remember that the FIH Women's Hockey World Cup Spain and Netherlands 2022 will be held in two venues, Amstelveen and Terrassa. Berta will lead, together with the executive director Oscar Gallego, the Spanish headquarters. In this way, Benastra will become the main image and representative of the World Cup in which the players are preparing to try to improve the bronze medal achieved in the last World Cup. London 2018, where they won the bronze medal. Oh, did they? They I'm won sure two you, bronze medals. You just said that, didn't you? Yeah. It should be noted that this Thursday, the official presentation of the draw in which the 16 classified teams will meet their rivals in the group stage will be held at the Museum of Science and Technology in the city of Igar. Is that where Terrassa is? Uh, no, Igar, Ag- Ag- that's in Terrassa. Terrassa is oh, okay. the, the wider area. So that would be okay. where Igarra. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the participants will be Spain and the Netherlands as hosts, Belgium, England, Germany, and Ireland, like the other European teams. Do they? Do they, do <laughs> do they, they like them? I don't know oh, that they know. do. South Africa as the African representative, having won the recent Africa Cup of Nations. China, India, Japan, and Korea as Asian representatives. Argentina, Chile, and Canada as Americans. And Australia <laughs> and New Zealand from Oceania. Well, I'm sure the Argentinians, Chileans and Canadians will be pleased to know they're now Americans. Yeah. The draw will be conducted by... Just easier. It's just easier, isn't it? Yeah. The draw will be conducted by the CEO of the FIH, Jerry Vale, accompanied by Berta Benastra herself and the coach and former Spanish international, Santi Frexia, an appointment that can be followed on Watch Hockey. Oh, good. We'll we'll get into watching that on Watch Hockey in a sec. Now, there's a quote here from Berta. Being the tournament director... That's what she's... So she's the tournament director? Yeah. At this World but, Cup but, but, means a lot to me. But not technical delegate, so it's no. not... She's not... She's I, the director. She's, so, yeah, yeah. That, she's in charge, isn't she? Well, she's, she's a director. You'd ex- the tournament director. Yeah. This World Cup takes place in the city where I was born and where I've played hockey all my life, and it's magical to be able to collaborate in such a unique and special event. I'm very happy because this way I can contribute my, gain, my grain of sand from a new perspective, and that fulfills me and makes me feel closer to my colleagues. In addition, it gives me the opportunity to discover new facets and face this personal challenge. 
My functions will be to communicate everything that we are doing from the organisation, transmit the values of this World Cup and the passion for hockey, not just from the perspective of a player, but as a spectator of such an event. Uh, Santi said, Organising a World Cup is always very complex and we needed to find a leader who reflects the value of our sport. This is Santi Dio, not Santi Freksha. Yeah, 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 Santi. From the first moment we agreed that Berta Benastra, player of the Spanish team until a few days ago, was the ideal person to be the image and visible face of this event. She is a perfect person to give the World Cup the push we needed. Nothing there about what experience she has in running an event such as this being well, the, the time, tournament. You've got to say the, the timing's perfect, though. Her entering her retirement, the planning that needs. It's very complex. The planning that goes in. Oh, it is very complex. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe she was lined up for it. You know, it's. Uh... Um, but where? What experience does she have? Sorry, it's not about Berta. Good luck to her. I hope she does well. The event needs to be run well. But there's nothing in there about. Oh, uh, and she will bring uh, great wealth of knowledge from her Masters in Business Administration or following her great work in setting up this tournament and that tournament or anything like that. And what is she actually doing? She calls herself the tournament director and then, Mate, then we're told I just that... Get, I just get the feeling that this whole article has been written in Spanish and then is, and has then been a translation because there's no... Um, well, having said that, though, there's no attribution that's been picked up from anywhere else. No. It's it's published directly on the FIH site, so... Well, you know what? It it does sound a bit pedantic when we go on about yeah, this Yeah, and we are pedantic. You, know what? you, you wouldn't listen if we weren't. Consistent and constant crap that we get. Who Who posted this without reading it first? Seriously. They just banged it. They, no, no. Without getting rubbish. somebody, without getting somebody who can produce r- relatively well-written English to read it and proof it for them. I think you're right. They've just whacked it in Google Translate and, and bunged it up. That's where you got your his, her. Yeah. Um, in there. I mean, that that for a start should be picked up. Well, they call it sub-editing. I don't know if uh, if the FIH are aware of that or any of the wonderful journalists they've had working there over the last decade. But yeah. You check stuff before you post it. That's generally how they do these things. And it's another in a long, long list of rubbish that comes out of the FIH. And until a few days ago, she was a player of the Spanish team. So is that the first moment that you agreed that she would be the player to be the tournament director a few days ago? You'd think probably not. You'd hope not. What were they going to do if she decided she wasn't going to retire? It's just staggering. And, uh, you know, describing yourself as a tournament di- director is great, but where, um, where does it say, uh, the, the ideal person to be the image and visible face of this event? That's what a job is. She's a mascot. Oh, no, 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 that's not the mascot. There's a name the mascot competition for the new... That's ma- only the that's, Indian team. No, 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 that's the uh, Women's World Cup. That's the, ma- that's the mascot they're looking for. For the Women's World Cup, the name, the naming, yeah, uh, that's well, I don't know, it's on there somewhere. Um, yeah, FIH put that out. Name the mascot. It's, oh. a, it's a, like a purpley. Well, they of, have named it. It's Berta d- dinosaur. or Marta. <laughs> Is it Berta or Marta? <laughs> I'm trying to get the audio up. Here we go. World Cup draw. You carry on talking for a moment. <laughs> oh, I've got nothing more to say after that. I mean, the, if you're a journalist, if you're someone that that the hockey wants to take notice of stuff because you're going to put it in your newspaper or on your blog or on the television screens or whatever, and you read this, what would you think? You wouldn't... It's rubbish. Yeah. It it turns people off. They're not going to read... They go, oh, the FIH fucking up another, another press release. It's just so disappointing that it's consistent and constant. These aren't one-off things that just accidentally happen. It's it's now a pattern that keeps repeating. Just before we started recording, we did have a look at the watch.hockey app to Good luck to Berta, by the way. To have a have a look have a look at the uh, the draw um live and we got through well we had to get through three adverts first. Oh yeah. Shh. It's a secret. Oh, it is. Yeah. Not anymore. Best kept, it's the best kept secret. 
Well, it would would be a secret if it's going to be on Watchdog Hockey. They're getting banged for their buck anyway. On I've actually spent more time viewing the ads than the actual content that I wanted to see. You say we were we started to watch um, Batraman, and it cut off just before the end of. um, It it, it cut off his speech to go to an ad. So no, it didn't even go to an ad. It just went black screen. They went to reload it and then go through another ad. Yeah, and then go through another ad. And then your battery powered down. And then it went. They said you only got twenty percent left. Yeah. And then so it stopped the video. We had to reload the reload it. <laughs> go go goes through another ad. At the moment, I've got a black screen there with it. I've got there this. I've got this phone hooked up with the Bluetooth to the uh, roadcaster. Oh, you have to go like that. Uh, there's absolutely nothing happening on here at all. So we're going to go back and we're going to reload it again. Oh. Just try it again, just for the comedy value of something within, within there. Um, it's just crap. It's just absolute crap. We get the spinny wheel. We're back in. Is it going to take us to something? Oh, yep. There we go. Lo and behold, we'll just share this Whoa. with everyone. Oh, Whoa. You turned that That's one up. Sorry, folks. Sorry for your driving. Is this the ad again? This is another one of the uh, ads. 18 seconds of time with it. They've really got the money's worth, haven't they? It's best kept secret. Um, anyway, first half an hour of the draw ceremony was... Uh, in Spanish. In Spanish. It's in Spain. What you yeah, but it's not the Spanish World Cup, is it? It's the FIH World Cup. The official language of the FIH is English. It's English, that's right, yeah, yeah. And French. French, really. Should have done it in French. Only if you're French, is it French? Oh, okay. Yeah, but... And aren't, aren't the Netherlands helping them? Helping them. <laughs> I'm sure the Netherlands is hosting as well. This is Santi Frexia talking on, on stage. Oh, he's in English. You can catch this on Watchdog Hockey. Um, you got some time in your hands? Uh, you speak Spanish. Did it just stop again? It's just stopped. Here comes the ad. I'm going to press play. little swirly circle around. Oh, look uh, at that. Let's just play it through. Look, if we've got to go through this pain, you're going to have to as well. Should we just play the whole thing? Yeah. Well, hour and seven. It's going to be a little Aaron, bit of a longer show than we were expecting today, folks. You know what? They were there to pull 12 names out of a hat because they already had four done, right? Four pulls, but already had the top seeds for each one. So they had to pull 12 names out of a hat, and it took them 70 minutes. Now, we've got the app there. It's yeah. got the image. Yeah. Video's not playing. What do we do? What would you do now, John? Do you just wait? Just wait for it to play, or do you go back and we'll reload from the not from the start because it won't take you all the way back to the start of the video, surely, I, will it? I would be deleting the app and saying I'm not using this. Right, so I'm just going to go back. We'll try one more time. Just goodwill. Let's call it goodwill. Okay. Press play. Spinning around. Here we go. What's going to What's going to come up? Are we going to get some draw? We're going to get an advert. Uh, I'm I'm betting advert. Black screen. No, you're not getting anything. Got a pretty picture on there, John. Is it? Of what? Wow. Is it a hockey player? I don't know. Or is it a beautiful lake in addition? Uh, I'm going beautiful lake in addition. It's just terrible service. Terrible app. I tried to big it up and be polite because we managed to get it up onto the big screen with on the Chromecast the other day, but screen's going dark. Nothing's happening. Just got a picture of this lake. Oh, mate, there'd be sports around the globe just laughing at this. They would, they would just be... What? Oh, here we go. Oh, sorry, ah! sorry, 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 sorry. It did work. Finally, it's on. Right. So now, it's good. It's okay. We've got... We'll just get through this. Get through this bit of advertising. Back to the draw, John. Okay, press play. And press play. Why did I press play? Why doesn't it just continue on at the end into the thing that I press play to watch in the first place? Oh. Here we go. Black screen. Black screen. Hold on, everybody. Meanwhile. Yep. This is a fascinating podcast. Black screen. Now, if you think this is bad listening to it, imagine having to watch it. (sighs) Or not, as the case may be. And we're doing this live right now, folks. This is not us making stuff up. This is happening right now. We're trying to watch it, and we can't. It's a black screen. 
nothing loading on there at all. So now the whole point of this was because you were going to pick up a bit of audio, weren't you? Yes, absolutely. Yes, from Thierry, who uh, went to hand over to Berta Bonastra and said, "Thank you, Marta," or "Here's Marta, Marta." And she's gone, uh, no, it's Berta. And he called her Martha again. No, no, he didn't. Oh. He just he just ploughed on through with what he was saying. Yeah. Um, and then later on, he then apologises and says, oh, sorry, sorry, Berta, sorry for calling you Martha before. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time when he said it, he brushed it, her. it totally brushed her, didn't listen to a word that she'd said. No, my name is actually this. No, I'm saying this. You listen. This is, this is FIH all over. <laughs> it's a litany of failure after Just F-I-H all over. All right, there we go. But the teams, let's get to anyway, the Anyway, so but the draw, the draw um, yeah. t- took place anyway, which is... Uh, it did, and now... We now, we now... And we worked out, didn't we, because we were yeah. a bit of... We were unsure on... Pool A last is week. Uh, the Netherlands, Germany, Ireland and Chile. Pool B will be England, New Zealand, India and China. Pool C will be Argentina, Spain, Korea and Canada. And Pool D, Australia, Belgium, Japan and South Africa. So they're the teams competing and they're the pools they'll be in. Matt, one of the things I loathe in sports journalism in this country is every time Australia goes to an international tournament where there's pools, the, the local press are always just champing at the bit to describe Australia's pool as the pool of death. <laughs> Every international com- competition, we, it's like the the basic default position for an Australian journalist is, oh, I know what story I'll write, the pool of death story. I think we should introduce the term pool of death into hockey. Why should all the other sports have the fun of pools of death? Now, do you, are you like thinking sort of along the lines of Squid Game and like the, the, the team that finishes bottom in that group, you oh, they just all get executed? Or do you think possibly... Teammates can vote for one of the their teammates, you know, one of their players, the least liked one in the side, knock them off. Uh, there's a there's a there's a TV show in it. There's certainly a TV show in it. That's for sure. Now the the, the pool of death is uh, in this case, who would be the pool of death? If if you were Canada, yeah, who would you rather not play? Netherlands, England, Australia, or Argentina? Rather, well, you, who Nether- would you, Nether- mo- who Netherlands, would you most like to Netherlands. Play? You wouldn't. Oh, look, it's working. Oh, it's, oh, it's working now. Look at that. I'll just turn it down. Oh, we'll do this. Gone. But I, I, I just don't think uh, it's a, it's a failing of hockey journalists not to pick up on the pool of death. I a, bet Findo's written about pools of death. I, I no I, doubt. Shall we challenge Findo to to write a pool of death story? Who is in, which pool is the pool of death, Findo? Is there a pool of death? Is there a pool? Should of there death? be a pool of death? Oh, there should always be a pool of death. Always. You can't write a pool of death story without a pool of death, Matt. And then what are you going to do? You're going to have to do some research and write something serious and meaningful. Mm. Pool of every tournament, every pool is a pool of death. You don't win, you go home. Pretty simple. That's that. that doesn't matter who you're playing. Just checking in with Thierry. Oh, how's he doing? And, uh, to actually go into this draw, but before we're doing so, I would like to ask Marta, Marta, please, Marta. this fantastic <laughs> event you shared already, please share with us actually what it means to be part of a World Cup. Thank you, Thierry. Ask Marta, the important part, I mean, one of the important parts. Yeah, just to make sure we got that. Yeah, we did. We got it. It's a bit jumpy. Um, uh, now, now, she said, now she said, yeah, it is, I'm going to turn it off now. Get rid of it. She said, uh, uh, thanks, Thierry. She shouldn't have done that. She said, she should have said, thanks, John. Yeah. Or, thanks, Billy, Billy Bob, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. What's a good shoe salesman's name? Frank. Frank. Yeah. Go and see Frank down at uh, Frank's Runners. He'll yeah. sort you out. You are listening to the Reverse Dick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Perhaps uh, turning our attention now to something a, a bit more serious. Yeah, well, not the first stuff we've just been talking about, isn't it? First, first and foremost, I don't know if you know the app Twitter. Uh, now, you have an account, and at 
is, you know, whatever the account name is, your name, ours is at the reverse stick. It's the same on Instagram and on Facebook, and you can follow us on all of the socials. Um, but what you can do is at accounts when you tweet, when you make a post. So you, what do you, what? And then when somebody likes that post, you'll get a notification. When somebody reposts, retweets, answers a question. Um, Mark Pern, <laughs> coach of Serbenton Hockey Club, don't ever, ever tag us in on a post again, please. That's no, all right, Mark. On I the original post, on the original post alone, 426 likes, 30 quote tweets, and 71 retweets. I didn't need to read those numbers right then, John, because I've had a notification for every single one of them. I've had uh, Jared over in Canberra posted something um, for our attention um, a couple of days ago. I couldn't find the thing. They're getting a bit excited in England at the moment, John. And there is a really good thread and, and uh, post that Mark Pern, the Surbiton coach, has put out. It's got a bit muddied with some of the comments in and around it. But let's let's go through it anyway and see uh, if I can uh, find Let's start by saying we agree that a lot of the stuff Mark brought up is stuff that we have to be talking about, the hockey community has to be talking about, and the changes do need to be made in certain areas. It's not... Not necessarily against anything he said. In fact, we agree with most of it. But there, there are some alternative um, narratives mm-hmm. uh, apart from the one... Well, chip in. Chip marks. in when you, when you like to. So. Yeah. Uh, one, I rarely speak out publicly, but I feel compelled to raise awareness of the low regard England hockey currently holds for the club game and the integrity of our domestic leagues. It's, um, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just read through it. I won't sort of tell you this is tweet two, three, four or whatever. Um, it's not a new story, but it's tiring and frustrating to go through the same process every season. We should be preparing and looking forward to a massive game versus old Georgians on Saturday. Instead, we are trying to work out how to get a team together to do the game justice. Like several teams hurrying back to outdoor hockey after the end of the indoor programme, we have suffered many injuries. England has taken five of our starters to play in the Pro League versus Argentina this weekend, leaving us with only 11 fit senior players, including two goalkeepers. That's right. I hope if Mark Apple's one of them, you'll be just fine. <laughs> um, to, put out a t- to put a team out, we would need to call up five under-18 players from our men's two squad, none of whom have previously played in the Premier League. Well, hang on a sec. Why would you have to call up under-18 players? Uh, is everybody in your twos team under-18? They might be. I, just, I didn't quite get... Well, because you, know, you couldn't take senior players, though, if that then affected... It would mean you'd have to have a team full of under-18 players or younger oh. in twos. You mean just like every other hockey club has to put up with? Is it fair to put all these young players, no matter how talented, into such a challenging position against the league's leading team? Uh, official request to postpone the game has been rejected, leaving us with two stark options. Fulfil the fixture with a decimated squad. Well, no, they're not decimated, because that would mean one out of ten. Yeah, that's right. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, or forfeit the match and take, oh, yeah, I am a pedant, and take a stand on what is right. Um, it's appreciative of some other clubs for their solidarity. Why do we find ourselves in the same position every year with the league frequently missing its leading players? Why should those guys left behind not be able to play with and against the best? Why do we not fully allow our international players to enjoy their club hockey fully? Why do we not allow them? Um, Now, this is is leading into the, the, the whole crux of it. It's about the top division and it being the very best showcase for hockey domestically for them. So forget about players up from two. You want to see your very best players on the park in an exciting competition. Hoof class, for example. Anyway, I'll carry on. Why are England hockey so reluctant to listen, engage with and support their clubs? The solution is simple, as the top leagues in the Netherlands, Belgium, Germany and Spain have shown. Do not schedule league matches when the international players are away. The effect on the Women's Premier League at the weekend was evident as the three leading sides either lost or drew without their international players. Whereas the fairness for those teams that have put so much into earning their positions at the top over many months? It's a bit moot for me, that one. I'm sure you'll say something more about this in a second. Uh, Time is not an issue. Restart the outdoor league at the end of February or in early March. This change alone would allow for an extended indoor programme, more time to adjust to playing outdoors safely again, and avoid clashing with any early pro league commitments. Go beyond a self-enforced early April finish, play in better weather, and conclude with full playoffs in May. Training and playing in freezing conditions do not lend themselves well to a high standard of hockey or an enjoyable experience for anyone involved. 
playing some of them. I'm fortunate to have been involved with, with international and Premier League hockey since 95. I'm thankful for my time in this incredible sport. I want to see domestic hockey valued again and to enjoy the challenge of facing the strongest teams with their best players. Uh, and then he's gone on to, to say, what an amazing response to this thread, and it shows that a lot of people in the hockey family are suffering and genuinely worried about the game's future. I know our situation with international players is but a small part, but there are other issues that need addressing. The movement of players towards the M25 area is something that has never sat well with me, even though I've been at clubs that have benefited from a south-east location. The National League should be that, and I've not enjoyed seeing great clubs like Cannock Hockey Club fall away. The strength of feeling on first-team players dropping down to lower teams has surprised me. This is clearly impacting many players' enjoyment of the game. Clubs feel forgotten, left behind and unloved. Hockey in England will fade away if England hockey do not address these concerns. Now, that was a bit of a response there to Sam Ward playing some twos hockey. Uh, There's a complaint from somebody from another club going, oh, well, that's great, but yeah, you dropped somebody like Sam Ward to go down and play twos. And then you read about it and says, well, well, he played and we lost the first game that he played in, um, but we didn't let him drag flick. Which I just find it astounding. If the bloke's there playing, like in my grade, <laughs> I've got blokes that are drag flicking it, divvy nine or whatever it is, dragging it, hitting the un- underside of the crossbar, absolutely whistling in, yeah. proper high quality drag flickers. They're there on the field. They're part of your 11. If it's legal for them to be there, they get to do whatever skill they want. Oh, no, no, he's, he's, uh, he's not allowed to hit it. Oh, no, no, no overheads from him because he's too good at them. Yeah. Yeah, rubbish. I agree with you, that's rubbish. Why was he playing twos? Coming back from injury, I think. Oh. Yeah. So, But if it's in the rules, it's in the rules. So, it doesn't matter if you're an international player or not. So they, they didn't let him drag flick. That could very much have been something to do with his injury. Oh, you wouldn't think so, but it could be. Possibly. Look, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't, don't understand. He's coming back from injury. What are, you, what are you whinging about him playing twos for? To the other club. Suck it up, princess. Yeah. Now, your um, comment at the top of the show. Oh, well... In the intro. In the intro. Uh, yeah, look. Um, I think Mark makes a lot of very good points. It would be fair to say that Surbiton and a couple of other clubs have done very well out of poaching international players from other clubs over a number of years now, haven't they? It's just the way that it's it's, okay, it's, yeah, yeah. it's gone in England yeah, yeah, yeah. because of the Bisham Abbey setup. Yeah. And if you want to be part of the centralised program, well, you've got to find a club somewhere in the southeast. You're not going to play continue playing your club hockey. Maybe they should change their recruitment strategy. Maybe maybe they should go. Well, look, there's pro league happening at this time of year. Um, any internationals we get are going to get sucked up into the Pro League. And the Pro League doesn't care about when uh, domestic hockey is being No, I think, uh, the, bit, I think, I think the bigger point there is, I mean, in, injury-wise, there is an argument there that there's been too much of a load and not enough time to get prepped and ready safely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. We had this con- the conversations about how do we reintroduce hockey safely post covid when the first lockdowns happened and people haven't been doing even just sort of general fitness work and then to, you know, right, we're back, we're playing, we can start tomorrow, league game starts straight away. Well, they could change this season to a summer season, couldn't they? That's the, I think this is the, the, the point that's missed with a lot of this. Now, the argument comes back and we've, there were two, two, there's two things. One, you can run your top competition at a different time to everything else that's going on with general club hockey. So it doesn't have to be one one rule for everybody with it at all. Um, and, I, you know, I think it's the, the moaning and whinging from some of the club sides. Well, that can't work for us because, you know, what about all the people that are playing cricket? And, you know, they won't be. They're not. The top hockey players are not playing cricket. There might be a few club people around and about. But remember, folks, for people in England, you stop playing on grass fields. You stop yeah. being involved with the cricket club and doing the six months on, six months off. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why a lot of you haven't got clubhouses. Why well, you've got to go and use a, a local pub and a, and a school field and things. This exactly. Thirst to, to, or the need to be on turf. Yep. And, you know, Serbiton have done very well out of the way ho- England hockey's set up, as you've just explained, because of that corridor, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, injuries... The whole idea, see, I'm coming back to this, oh, we'd have to put five under-18s up there. Why? 
why do they have to be under 18 players? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just pick the next best people that are going to be best for going? That that sort of stuff about having... Uh, we had it at Fremantle last year. Our one squad got decimated. That was more than decimated, John. Oh, it was. <laughs> but the, our one squad early in the year really struggled. And then blokes went away on holidays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you... you at one stage, they were running a 14 or 15. How old was Bryson? Uh, 15, yeah. 15? Yeah. Picking a 15-year-old. Now, there was lots of reasons for doing that, apart from the fact we were down on numbers, but that's the situation they were in. Now, you'd never have got a game if they had a full list. Would he? Well, that's a different, it's a different junior development thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. A but the, the, the point I'm getting at is that what the situation he's describing affects lots of clubs. Yeah. Losing, losing players because... Yeah, and it doesn't matter if your top side is in the Premier Division or in Division no, 7 and you're, no. a two, you're a two-club you know, two team. What, what happens here is you basically drop it all the way down, you pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up until you haven't got enough players in the bottom grade and that's the one you forfeit. You don't, you're not, it's within the, the rules that you, that's the, the bottom side is the one that gets forfeited, not one in the middle. Yeah. So you keep that strength in any particular grade below. And that's why you've got a club and you're not an individual team. Not that and you can't, what the rules you are can't draw, hockey, you can't draw parity to soccer. Somebody put in there about soccer going, well, imagine, uh, under 23 players not being able to play for the, the first grade because of the, it's, Different leagues. It's got hockey's, you know, a, a different, yeah. a different setup in the sense. Yeah. And look, he made some. Oh, I agree with a lot of stuff he says about England's hockey and their focus. And it's been off the ball for a long, uh, long time. Silence yeah. has been deafening. But what do you expect England hockey to come back with? Would you, you know, do you think is any point in them getting involved in the conversation here on Twitter? Will Probably we not. see a news release? It's, oh. I mean, the, the, the way that it's structured, it isn't. They haven't just made it up themselves. There's lots of committees that, and lots of opportunities for clubs to comment and get involved in that process. A lot of people are just not very happy with England hockey at the moment, and most of it is because of the GMS, GMS system. Yeah, GMS, the game management system, oh. the new one that they've got over there, which just basically doesn't work. Another example of hockey beta testing, beta testing, whatever they, they, the new thing is. Before you know, they just they just go headlong into it, and we go, oh, we, we'll work it out as we go along. And yeah. it's a, it's global. It's absolutely global. Well, you've had experience of that locally, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, why do, why are you rushing ahead to do that? There's something that already does that job. Yeah, there's already something. That, oh no, 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 like, but no, but this does this, this, and this as well. Only if you know how to use it first. Otherwise, yeah. it's frustration. And the bigger thing with it is. It's a draw on the time of the volunteers that make the game run. Yeah. Extra time, extra frustration. More people stepping away from volunteering roles because I can't be bothered with this shit anymore. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And, you know, this is people getting paid for it, John. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, You're still listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. I mean, a lot of the problems England's facing there and other... Problems in other countries as well. That the whole idea of the overcrowded international calendar—it's starting to suck the life out of domestic competitions. Standardise it all. It's played in a, in a northern summer, uh, a southern hemisphere winter, and you play all your international hockey on the flip side. Oh well, it, it leaves a perfect window. You, you can have six uh, months. Oh, all right, five months. You know, right. take take Christmas out of it. All right, you just have windows. You know, um, there's going to be an international window on this particular weekend. Go and play a few international games. And then you come back. You know, the Pro League has screwed it right royally. I mean, we were playing too much international hockey before. And now they've got this bloody Pro League thing in, in the way. It's still a thing, isn't it, Pro League? Well, yeah. that's a terrible thing. Yeah. I mean, it's good for the players. They get to play and we get to watch some good hockey. But as it's just sucking too much out of the game. And once again, it's a top-down thing going on. You know, we're being dictated by the top. It should be the other way around. Because if you haven't got clubs, you ain't got hockey players. No. Anyway, what else have we got? What else have we got? Uh, any other announcements this week? So Katie oh, Allen just stepped Just one more oh, thing. Go on. Uh, Mark, 
Just you keep tagging us in, mate. Just so keep tagging us in. It's because John doesn't get the notification. <laughs> no, I don't. You just keep tagging yeah. us, Mark. He just finds it hilarious. I, I thought it was pretty hilarious, but I was also very flattered that he tagged us in. Nice it. to be tagged in. Yeah, yeah nice, yeah. Nice to be part of the conversation, isn't it, John? Yes. If you no, want to come, it's an important conversation. If you want to come on and have a chat, Mark, you're mo- most welcome. We've got to stop doing these Saturday afternoon records because it's a bugger for getting hold of anybody in Europe. <laughs> yeah. That's the only time we've got. And we've actually left the aircon on today, so hopefully it's not been too noisy for you. Another yeah. what's it? Another forty or thirty-eight degrees or something out there today. It's pretty hot at lunch. Bloody ridiculous. It is. But so I'm going to go and jump in the pool in a minute. In a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I need a big burger with hope it's not hope it's not too cold and windy in Europe, folks. <laughs> or you, Keely, over there in Canada. I'm sure it's warming up nicely at the moment. Minus 20 or something like that. Over there. You, you seem to think that this 40 degrees is fun. It's all right. It's, liv- it's livable. It's all right for blokes like you and me, built like we are. Huh? Look at me. What am I, I'm wearing a singlet. What have I got on my face? Anyway, if you had another 20 kilos on you, you wouldn't be talking about how good it was. I am... Um, I got laughed out of my cho- clothing choice when I went to the club the other night. I had oh. uh, quite a tight singlet on. The boys were going, oh, you've been working out, Maddie, have you? <laughs> and then we're sitting around the table um, at the end of the night, and there was a comment about glasses. And they said, oh, did, are they your glasses? And said, Maybe you should have put them on before you dressed this morning. <laughs> Good on them. Thanks, boys. Yeah, beautiful. What more have you got? Uh, no, I was just going to say, Katie Allen stepping down as um, Hockey Roo's assistant coach. So yeah. that's both her and Steph Andrews. Gone now from the role um, that were both the assistants under Paul Godoyne. Paul Godoyne going to be coaching some men's club hockey here in Perth oh, this season. He He's going to UWA. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. good luck to him. Yeah. Oh, good to see him back involved in the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, oh wasn't. Hockey One have appointed a, a, a new head honcho tournament chief, um, a guy who's got some experience coming from basketball and something else. Okay. Uh, netball. Um, and it's set to go ahead at the end of the year. So season two of the Sultana brand, Hockey One League. Yeah. Something to look forward to, John? Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Can't wait. What do you reckon? What, what new experimental rule do you think you're I don't think they there? can touch it. Don't touch it, folks. You wait. Please. You wait. There'll be some frippery that's flown up, thrown up as a... To bring the crowds back. I did put some... To in, engage the kiddies. Well, I'm looking at doing a tournament type thing, and I put it out on Reddit the other day is you know what what's worked in your local tournament for a bit of fun and extra things or different things that you can put into it. Not a lot of good content came back to be honest. <laughs> oh well some people that. keen on the Zulu start with the goalkeepers, you know, the rush goalkeepers to get the game started so they've got to race off that line up to the middle of the field. There's only one way to start a game though, John, isn't there? Bully Matt. Gotta bring back the bully. Hashtag bring back the bully. Even if you're not tweeting about hockey or, or putting Facebook posts about hockey, just put a hashtag bring back the bully on there. That's we it. need to get over a thousand for it to then automatically populate in when you uh, put your hashtag bring back the Are we on uh, we on Wikipedia yet? No. Still waiting for somebody to write a Wikipedia. John's famous now. <laughs> it said so in a thing I read. Thanks for joining us, folks. If you're taking the field this weekend, give it a whack. Hope you have a win. Thank you for your time once again. We look forward to seeing you next week for show 232 of the Reverse Tech, the Global Hockey Podcast. Hopefully we'll get some more um, FIH press statements too because they sort of keep this show going. Well, that's it. They They fill up the time, don't they? Yeah. You know, useful. Well, we'll be without them. That was almost a sentence at the end there. (laughs) Big night for you last night then. Might have been. Yeah. What what did you wake up to this morning? Um... (laughs) Oh, well, you oh, just told me you just showed me some blood on your hands. Oh, yeah, well, and I, I said, "Did you kill something?" I I got some blood under my fingernails and stuff. I wonder how that. I don't know how that yeah. got there. Okay, what else? Uh, I woke up this morning and dun, 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 dun. the TV was on. The dun, fan dun, was dun, on. Dun. Oh, sorry, got that. TV was on. The fan was on. Front door was wide open. Oh, good effort. That's one. Well side gate was wide open. Yeah. All the chooks still in? Didn't lose any chooks? Didn't lose any. They, they just got locked in the gate. Didn't, didn't. All no, right. Didn't lose any chooks. Good. Dog was um, still here? Dog was still here, under the bed. Um, the, Maggie the podcast the, dog. The toaster was on the kitchen bench with... A that's, well, that's good. It was meant to be there. No, it goes in the cupboard, apparently. I keep getting told it goes in the cupboard anyway. Um, with, with two half-cooked muffins in it, <laughs> still. So you got your first press down on <laughs> yeah, them? Yeah, got the first press yeah. then. Um, 
I've got a toe that's all bruised and swollen. <laughs> so the middle toe on my right foot. So I don't know how I managed to hurt the middle toe and none of the others, but I did it. You know there's a name for the middle toe? What? Oh, no, I don't know if there is or not. Fa- Barry. There could be. Yeah. <laughs> Frank. Frank. Yeah. Frank. Um, yeah, there was a few things around the house that were a bit odd. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that guitar wasn't there before I started drinking last night. Maybe you stole that, it. That one. I don't know how that ended up there. Yeah. Um, maybe I did st- Maybe that's how I got blood on my hands. Oh, well. Nice it was bit. a big night. Thanks, nice. thanks, Melanchino. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. And you know what? It was sitting around waiting for you to call me. <laughs> you go, oh, yeah, I'll call you in a few minutes. Like two hours later, I have a phone call. Yeah, my fault. It it's, is. Al- it's always my fault. 